Check what's up, everybody. Of course, it's your boy DJ Spotted the Don. Of course, gotta give him a round of applause. It's facts. It's the It's Facts Podcast. It's Facts Podcast. We're back again. Guys, I want you to understand with COVID-19 and just me just being through everything and just trying to take my time and be able to give you guys some consistent content. I want to make sure I take my time and then also uh, just make sure that I'm not burning myself out because technically I'm all with my thoughts every day. And so, like, if I just continue to go out and now I'm not able to see everybody every day and then I'm not able to link up with people who I want to have the, these conversations with, I just want to take my time and make sure I have the, person, the right person to bounce these conversations off of. And no other than my homegirl, Arie's in the building. Yo, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Once again, Miss Consistent. She's like my security blanket at this point, damn it, with these conversations. <laughs> um, but I appreciate you for being on. You know, we're both, uh, we both have a lot of gripes going on recently with our, 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 uh, our most unfortunate NFL team. I'll leave it that way, but, uh, it's stressful. No, yeah. Let me just tell you guys, it's stressful being a Jaguars fan. And Ari can attest to it too. We just we at this point I'm done almost then gave, gave up on the team, man. Shad Khan gotta go, man. I don't know what's going on. Shad Khan, Dave Caldwell, even Dougie. I don't know, man. They just uh I don't know what's going on, but uh Jags, you Jaguar in the game, but I don't know what to say. <laughs> the Jags jagging again. Uh it's 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 just one of those things like I don't know if they're trying to like tank or are they trying to for a purpose, but there's we're getting rid of too many people at all these different positions for me to be like, oh, we're tanking for one player. You don't tank for one player and get rid of like over the past two years, your starting safety, your 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 your, your all star cornerback, your your you traded up to in the draft to get Leonard Fournette. You know what I'm saying? Uh not to mention, most of the 2017 that went to the AFC Championship is gone, and this uh, it's just, it to me. I don't know. It, it's it's tough. As a Florida State fan, I'm used to winning. As a uh, you know, what I'm saying as as a soccer fan, as a Manchester United fan, I'm used to winning. You know, what I'm saying a lot of my other sports team outside of those sports team are like like local, like kind of favorites, like middle of the pack teams that they win, but sometimes they lose. So I, I can I can accept some losing. But the Jaguars have just been a failure. Like my basketball, my professional teams are just losers. I'll be real with you. My magic, the Magic are losers. We know we made the playoffs, and my Jaguars are losers. So like it's, but we have potential, man. It's just it's insane. I, I, I'm, Ari, just uh, I don't know when this is gonna end, man. When is this shit gonna end? I I don't know. I just feel like the Jaguars have a terrible habit of not seeing through certain plans with certain players and then with other players giving them all the room in the world doesn't make sense to me yeah um, like Justin Blackman why, is he, why is he still on the ro- why is he still on the roster I, I have no idea <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> I don't know it's I don't know it's uh and then when you when we talk about Fournette especially it's frustrating because Fournette done last year done went away lost weight got in shape Caught the most passes out of the backfield than he ever caught before. Was over 1,500 rushing yards, I think. 13, 1,500 rushing yards. Was a very productive back. It's just like our our front office. I, I wish we had a front office. I wish we even had like – I wish we had the Browns front office because then there's some explanation of how bad we are. You know what I'm saying? Because then I, then I can blame it on somebody. I don't know if it's incompetence. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's bad luck. You, know, you get what I mean? Like I just don't get it. I just feel like the front office has no idea what they're doing. Dave Caldwell should have been out of here years ago. Coughlin shouldn't have been brought back. He is, you know, he's a great businessman. He's a terrible NFL owner in my opinion. I feel like he has the right intentions. He just doesn't have the right people to inform his his, his decisions. Um, Tony Khan was beefing with some of the uh, Jaguar players over the offseason. And it's like, you you in the your front office. You're an executive. What you doing? You can't. You can't be doing that. Yeah. What you doing? Beefing on. Beefing on. On Twitter, no less. On, exactly. Like, come on, bro. You and you like what? What? Come. I don't know. I don't know. That's some. That's some shit. We should have left to, to Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? We should not be doing that as an organization. But. I'm and it's hoping. not like you know, like Jacksonville. You know, I mean, we have hope with our other teams as far as uh our basketball team and, you know, the minor league basketball team, uh, soccer team got our, uh, 
Arena football team. All of them already have championships, by the way. Uh, like them, they came out for two years and had a championship. Jaguars been in at twenty five years and still. And y'all lost all the college football teams. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like y'all lost Ed Ed Edwards. Ed Edwards still have a team, or they they they're gone. Edwards they is actually gone. are. They JU is gone. Team, I believe. Um, Edwards still have a team that actually just they're about to become a university. So they've got some very big funding. So shout out to Edub. For people who don't know about Edub, Edub is one of the um, most historic black colleges in America. I think we're uh, one of the first in Florida. Well, the, the so problem is, yeah, the problem with Edub is the fact that nobody knows the nobody tells the history. It's like it's it's such a lower lower. Not to me, not to offense. It's been allowed to be languished in the lower levels of school of schools and college rankings. But nobody knows how to. Nobody has been telling. Like I didn't. We were you. I didn't know anything about E Dub until, and E Dub until like after college. Oh, Ed Waters. I've never heard of Ed Waters. Even when I was applying for school, I've never heard of Ed Waters. You know what I'm saying all I heard about HBCUs in Florida was, of course, Bethune Cookman and FAMU because I lived in Tallahassee, and like exactly. you can't have like your 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 college can't be like uh, if you're one of the most historic schools in the state of Florida. Your school, your school should not be like the third wheel of all HBCUs. You should, y'all should be like we're the first, we're the best. That's how y'all should treat yourselves. But E Dub treat, treats themselves like they, they 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 don't like they don't even matter. So, um, not to, not to say I, I can say within the uh, last two years with the new president and stuff like that, a lot of changes have been occurring uh, for E Dub. So I, I think E Dub will definitely be coming, will be becoming in the spotlight. I think it's just. It's gonna take some time. It's gonna take some time. Yeah, but that's how it is with everything. I think the most important thing we we should do right now is just shout them out. Of course, shout out to E Dub. But then also like get back. We'll just get back to the conversation. Is Jacksonville now only has high school football and pro football, and it's sad to say that you can watch a better high school game than you can watch a better pro football game in Jacksonville. Big facts. It's way better high school games. Friday night lights go. For those who don't know, Jacksonville is a huge Friday night uh, football county, period. The whole city. You know, if, if you want to be somewhere on a Friday night, nine times out of ten, you got to win at a high school game. High school uh, football is huge in Duval County. Very, very big. Public, as well as public and private, by the way. Public and private. Uh, the, the private boys, listen. Bowls Bowl, be hitting, now. Listen. Bowls, Trinity, uh, University Christian, listen, man. Y'all better pay. That's where I got Tebow from. I feel you. You can go a little bit outside the county, go to St. Augustine. You see the baby hitting out there, too. I mean. Them boys. I don't know what they be feeding them boys out there, but they be feeding them something. <laughs> yeah. But overall, like, I just, we just want to lead off the podcast letting y'all know that whatever the Jaguars been doing is some bullshit. Like, and then the worst part about it is Leonard Fournette has now got signed to the Tampa Bay Ray, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, bro. And the worst part about it is he about to win a Super Bowl. We let that man walk. We ain't even get no value. We let that man no value. And he, I, I, I told you a little bit of his stats last year, earlier in the conversation. He let that man walk. He's going to be a third, a first down, second down back. And he's going to be on a, in, a, in a great rotation of running backs with uh, Shady McCoy and another running back. can't remember his name. Can I just say this? Earlier today, we traded away Ronnie Harrison for a fifth round pick. He's a starting safety. Our Our starting safety. Uh, This has been stressful. First, our quarantine's been stressful, but then football's about to come back around the corner, and I'm looking for for some hope. And the Jaguars give me this bullshit. So let's get off the topic of of sports right now before I go crazy, because. I'm not feeling it right now. I'm not feeling it right now. But let's get the let's get the music. Of course, it's Facts Podcast. Of course, it's a music based podcast on hip hop, music, culture, and all things that's been going down in the news that we've been checking out lately. Of course, I got my homegirl Arie, and uh, let's go through some uh recent release music. I don't know if you heard uh, the new not. Of course, it's been about a month since we, we got on top, so there's not there's a lot to talk about. I don't know if you heard the new Nas album. Uh, any new albums you've been listening to lately? I love the Nas album. I was excited about it. Also, we got to talk about the Double XL cover and the Double XL uh, 
freshman freestyles. Um, there's a lot coming on, a lot, lot, lot of things happening. Uh, and, and we just need to make sure we, we catch up on everything. That's what kind of like uh, why I wanted to do this once turned out to be ended up doing it once a month because now we have more things to talk about and more more topics that we both can cover you know what i'm saying there's there's a plethora of things to talk about aries so uh let's start with music we've been banging to lately that most recently came out in the month of august uh what album that came out in the month of august that you've been have you been listening to or any music that you want to send, shout out i don't know if we talked about is everybody but when you've been i got shout out burner burner yeah burner boy i'll uh, twice as tall twice as tall was good I was missing. I wish he had more of a storyline like he did in African Giant. It wasn't a. It was good music. Don't get me wrong, but the, re the reason why I loved African Giant because all the songs tied together as a storyline. I wish that that was still a part of his al album rollout. I ain't gonna lie. When I saw Diddy on it, I was like, "It's gonna be box." That's yeah. what. That's that's what it is. I I feel like he did great with the features. I feel like he did great. Like the mu the music is is still great. The music is there. The the features to help elevate the music. Um, let me see if I can find a, a list of some of the uh, artists on that. I'll get that. Uh, shout out to uh, Burner Boy for that Naughty by Nature record. Yeah. Definitely vibing with that one. It's one yeah, of my that, favorite ones. That Naughty Boy Nature is Na Na Naughty Boy Nature record is fire. Uh, Stormzy record is fire. Every, um, I'm talking about all the songs are good. It, it's just I wish, like this, I wish there was a storyline in there. Like the storylines were, were good. Uh, Monster you made was a fire record. Monster you made was a fire record. Let me see if I can get. Okay, so he has Timberland as far as one of the producers. He has songs produced by Timberland, Diddy. Like he has like four. Three or four songs produced by Diddy on this. He has a Timberland record. Yeah, two Timberland records. A Mario Winans produced record. I don't know if you you knew that one. I did not know that, but that would explain. <laughs> it's a real. It's the song is real life featuring Stormzy. That's Mario Winans. That 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 explains that entire record. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he has Naughty Boy Nature on here. Chris Martin on here, and Stormzy on here as his big name. Features, which are which are good features, by the way. Uh, Salty Soul, and then he has a Yosu Endure. I don't know if I pronounced that name right. I apologize. Um, but I, I, there's nothing I could really say about this album that, like, besides me wanting more of a storyline. The the music was good. The music was solid. Um, there's nothing I can really say that's like that. That that really is bad. Everything is good. Everything is good. Uh, I'm just happy that, you know, he came back for another helping. You know what I mean? Because like, some rappers, when they have an album that's critically acclaimed as that, the African Giant one, and they just, that's a, that's his first introduction to America. Sometimes they get like, oh, you, you got to America, cool. We're going to, you're just going to focus on your main core now. You know what I mean? And he should have won a Grammy last year, by the way. He got robbed for a Grammy. That Grammy, he should have got that international artist Grammy. I personally think. I'm actually happy he talked about that um, on the album, so. That was definitely a dope moment. Um, one of the records that I love, besides the Nas King's Disease record, which I love, that came out late in August. Um, of course, we listened. We listened. To, we both listened to the "Pray for Love" Rod Wave Deluxe was good. Um, I love the Amina album, Limbo. Yeah, definitely like my favorite on there. Definitely the Riri record. Yeah. Uh, definitely vibing with that one. I'll tell you, I think with him, I feel like he's found a way. Cause you know that 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 uh that first album first record he had with Caroline was just like kind of boppy. It's like okay, it's a it's a fun record, but you don't really get to know who he is. And think like with Limbo, you kind of get an actual vision of who who Amine is. And then also you, he gives you records like the Shimmy Ya sample was insane. I love that record. Um, like I, I I do agree the Rihanna record was dope. Let me see if I can find that uh. But yeah, you go ahead and tell me what you, what what besides Rihanna record, what, what do you think about it? I think overall it's definitely a a solid record. Mm -hmm. A lot of bops on there. Definitely love the song he has with um Jid and Charlie Wilson. I think this music, this album was really about just him being himself, really just vibing. I saw a couple of interviews he did about the album. I think overall it's definitely a solid project. I'm definitely looking forward to more mm -hmm. music from him. 
um, I think you get more of a picture of who he is as a as an artist on this actual project. Facts. I'm gonna get back to doing my uh, guys. By the way, I'm gonna get back to doing my album reviews. I think one thing I was just trying to do during this quarantine period, I just got kind of sidetracked to just trying to be busy because. When you when you when everything stops, you just try to fill your day up with stuff, and I stopped filling my day up with music stuff because I like because if you don't do everything else, you kind of get kind of disoriented. I'll be I'm gonna get back to doing album reviews, guys. Um, like I said, like you, like you mentioned, solid album. You get to know who he is. It's a how many tracks is this? Fourteen tracks, forty four minutes time length. A good that, that's, that, that actually to me is a I don't like if you give me twelve tracks, it's like twenty something seven minutes. It's all fast food mu- music, like this. Uh, if you're doing over forty-five minutes, or like, I don't care if you give me a uh, fifty minutes. If you're gonna give me fifty minute, a sixty-minute album, I gotta enjoy. Just be able to listen through and enjoy. I shouldn't be able to have to feel like I have to like, oh, I didn't like this song, skip it. I feel like I wanted to listen through the whole album, and I listened to it a couple times. So like, it was like I put it on like a forty-five minute drive to uh, Kissimmee during the time. I listened to the whole album there. You know what I'm saying? So I enjoyed it. But uh, like we said, some of the uh, and the thing is, Amina, like the fact some some of these uh, features he has really stood out to me. Like you said, Jid and Charlie Wilson. I didn't know if he had that much cash to pull that off. Young Thug is on here. Slow Tie, Vince Staples, Summer Walker. I do love that. That's a, that Thug record is bop. Exactly. I ain't gonna lie. Exactly. And then he has Injury Reserve. I don't really know who that is as a group, but they it's on the the song the album cut Fetus and it's good. Um. And Nike, he produced one of the records on here. Of course, he has Boy Wonder on here twice as a producer. Young Land. And uh, T-Minus is on here a bunch of times, too. So, and Pasquet's on here. But, like, I feel like this whole album, you, you get to really enjoy who he is. Amine's album was one of the al- albums I didn't think. After I heard uh, Burner Boys and Amine's album for this month, because I try to look through the, the, the list of albums coming out. And pick picks. I try to pick uh, artists who I don't know. This is just my approach to finding albums I want to listen to. Pick artists who I I've heard of, or I just I'm curious about their music. Or if I, of course, if I like them, I'm gonna listen to the music, right? But if I'm not if I'm not curious about their music at all, then that's just me. Just I'm not gonna force myself to listen to them. You know what I mean? So and Amine did enough to make me in the, in the, in his first re- introduction it made me gave me enough to be like oh. I am curious about what else he has going on because it's like he has talent. You can hear his talent in his rapping. You can hear his uh, creativity. Um, but he does. He did enough to pique my interest in like, okay, I want to go back for a second helping. So I'm excited for uh, what else he has coming out and ho- hopefully hits the road and be, gets on gets on tour so I can actually see how he performs a person because I think he's a he seems to be an energetic kind of guy. You know, he's really chill in his interviews. I, I'm sure when he's on stage, he has to be. He gives that full 110 percent energy. Big, big, big facts. Uh, I knew I do want to get a, one album I didn't listen to from this month. I wanted to listen to the Karma Three Dave East, um, and also I wanted to get to the Young Dolph Rich Slave album. I've heard some of the records off the Dolph album. Um, I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. Definitely will be on my road trip. Facts. Uh, this weekend, uh, Dolph, Dolph is a slide anyway, so you know I'm definitely looking forward to hearing what he has to say. Facts. I, I do want to listen to. I, I don't know. Do you like Young Blue? I do like Young Blue. I really do. Yeah, he he dropped something over this past weekend, the twenty eighth. Blue Vandross three. Um. Also, also out coming out of this month, like I said, out of August, the album from Nas was a was really refreshing. It, the fact that he got with Hit Boy, Hit Boy really made that uh made Nas's beats. Not like he, he didn't, it, it, Nas was just rapping as Nas. It didn't feel like he was trying to fit into anything. Um, it felt like he, what Hit Boy did, let Nas be Nas and let the beats uh, be, be feel fresh. The beats felt very fresh. And Nas was rapping like he is very uh, unapologetically, very, very empower, all about empowerment, and also about really good storytelling. So you already know what you're going to get from Nas, period. Let's be real. But, but I think uh, the most important thing I enjoyed was just hearing him uh, give that give that uh, effort over something that sounded fresh. Like I don't know, the Kanye the Kanye beats didn't they they sounded okay, but they also didn't give. It didn't feel like there was some new character 
Like this Hit Boy beats gave Nas like a new dimension to rap on. It felt like to me. I'm not gonna lie, I have not listened to that album yet. Um, I'm planning on listening to it. Uh, I just haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet. Okay, okay. And uh, the Locks dropped something of the 28th, which I'm not. I'm not a super big Locks fan. I'll be honest, but I, I, I saw that. I was surprised. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. And I heard the Breakfast Club interview. I'm like, what? Okay, there's an album out. Okay, it's coming. And then I was like, okay, if I was, like, like I like I like Smoke Dizza. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm more like, of course, uh, you know, uh, you know, you 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 have your some people just have their fans of individual locks locks artists, and they don't. And some people like the locks. You know what I'm saying? So I'm more of like a Smoke Dizza fan, of course. A Styles P fan, but Jade, me and I've never really gotten to Jada, Jada Kiss's catalog. So, what? I give Jada, I give Jada his flowers. I know he's, I know he's an MC. I know he's one of the top tier MCs. But the thing is, I just never really got into his catalog. Man. I real with you. I understand. I understand. And, and I, I even with Smoke Dizza and Styles P's catalog, I kind of like ran, like stumbled into like listening to their music. It wasn't like I. I'm a big Styles P fan. They're like, oh, okay. I'm listening to some records, and all of a sudden, you, Styles P jumps on a song. You're like, oh, or Smoke Dizza has a, a song with, with with some other artists that you kind of know of, and then you're like, oh, that's Smoke Dizza. And you go down the rabbit hole finding some records for them they like, you know. So that's just my take on them. I, the Locks is they're gonna do what the Locks is gonna do. You feel me? So I have nothing wrong with that. And uh, of course, of course. I'm a, we're going to go over some albums that we already know are coming out that are, that are already listed as coming out for this weekend. Or, you know, I just want to say what I'm big geek for this Big Shine album. I am too. I am too. You sent me the the, the track list, uh, right? Yes. Let me listen. My man went out and got the Avengers. <laughs> Let me see. Let me, let's go through this track list right now. The man has a video picture of him getting his hair braided by a girl that's not Janae Aiko, first off. Uh, <laughs> he has, of course, I've heard deep reverence on on the rec, on the radio recently. Honestly, it sounds dope. I love it. And also, I also like the fact that whatever, whatever beat you get from Nipsey Hussle, uh, a rapper a rap from Nipsey Hussle, is, is going to sound time. It's going to sound present. It's going to sound like it's speaking to you right away. You know what I mean? I love that, that one. Uh, Post Malone's on here. Ty Dolla Sign, Jan- Janae Aiko's definitely on here. Uh, he has an uh, an appearance by Dave Chappelle on a uh, on a cut here. Uh, I don't know who this person is. Let me double. Let me screen this. Dwayne's in here. Anderson Pack. Uh, Wale's on here. Young Thug, Hit Boys on here. Travis Scott, Key Wayne, Diddy's on here. Twenty eighty eight, which is. That's him and Janae. I don't know how you have time in featuring yourself. <laughs> I don't get that, but okay. Got the Queen Erica Badu, Lil Wayne on here. Damn, this album, this album's insane. He, yeah, he does have like everybody. T Grizzly, Cash Dog, Cash Kid, Payroll, Forty Two Duck. Everybody from Detroit's on here. Detroit, Detroit. that part. Eminem, Royce the Five Nine, Sada Baby. Let's Who, go. Sada Baby's low key becoming one of my favorite rappers right now. He is so funny. I love to hear him rap, yo. Because his flow is just unique. That's an interesting person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got introduced to him through, uh, I think I mentioned this before on the podcast, through uh, uh, Kenny Beats' his little little th- uh, thing. Yo, he was a character. I, I, lo- I just love him. I just love him. Him and uh, the uh, Backpack, the, the big kid called something Backpack, whatever. They have, mm-hmm. a, they have a record out there that's funny. Uh, it's, uh, it's about like... Um, What's what's the guy the the Tiger King guy? Um, Joe something. Joe Exotic. Yeah, th- that's the name of the song. Joe Exotic, and it's hilarious. It's hilarious. I love that song. But uh, I'm looking forward to Detroit too. I think it's time for Big Sean to really, cause Big Sean like people like give him credit, but nobody really gives him his flowers. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's not. People always like, oh, he's not exactly top tier. Oh, he got dog by. By Kendrick. Oh, everybody. Leap. Every, every, everybody gives gives Big Sean these backhand compliments, fam. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of Big Sean backhand compliments. A man can spit. Put some respect on his name. Big, big, big facts. Exactly. 
Uh, and then somebody who you really don't care about, Takashi Six Nine, is dropping a, a project called Title Tales. He had a nobody cares. No, well, I, I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not even. I'm not. I'm, not. I'm, I'm gonna see what he has to say. I think uh, he he dropped an interesting interview uh, recently. Uh, so I'm, I read that out, and I'm not saying I support the man, but like I understand it's a bad situation to be in. Um, but do, do I condone you being a part of the situation and writing on your boys? Not really. But can I understand what happened? Because there's more people who snitch than we actually know about. There's some people on the street right now that you best friends with who don't snitch on somebody. So I will be very honest. I'm not even upset about, about the, well, I'm not going to say I'm not upset about snitching. Yeah. My thing is this. You went to jail doing all of this extra stuff and you got out. And the first thing you decided to do was to go back and start trolling people and being disrespectful. Like, obviously, to me, you may have learned your lesson about the gang thing, but you haven't learned your lesson about respect to me. Not just that, just about karma, period. Just karma, period. Yeah. I'll be real with you. That's that's exactly exactly what, my issue with him, too. You know what I mean? Like, I understand, like, you out here in these streets, but you out here messing with people who can really take your head off. Lil Reese will take your head off. Dirk will take your head off. Like, they got people who... You can put, put move, and, move and pull. You ain't got no protection and no I, more. You, my thing is, you playing on dead people' names. Like that ain't that ain't ain't nothing cool about that to me, bro. Exactly. Like, and you you got all this all these security guards. When you think about it, you really putting their life at, at risk because anybody knows them Chicago boys gonna play that. So you really think they who, <laughs> they not ready to risk who got, it all? Ain't, ain't somebody a real famous rapper from Chicago like who lives in the hood got topped off recently? Like yeah, in the middle, in broad daylight, in the middle of the street, in broad daylight. So like, like these on, these cats don't care, bro. Like you, which is sad. I'll be real. Let me run. First off, I don't condone black on black violence, which is made up myth. But I'm just using it for the terminology. You know what I'm talking about. I don't combine. I don't condone in inner community violence. Is actually the right way term I should give it. I don't condone inner community violence. I don't condone people getting shot shot at. Period. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. It's a part of your environment. Duck and dodge. Move accordingly. You feel me? So. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And uh, I think really he's, he's going to have to learn, like we've been talking, we talked about him a long time. So he's going to have to learn what live with that. You know what I mean? And of course he, he like you said on the interview, he has to live without, live with looking over his shoulder his whole life. Cause when they, when they talked about why didn't you go into witness protection, he's like, look, they told me straight up, we ain't got you, bro. You got too many tattoos on your face. You're too, re- too recognizable. And we, and the, and the, and the taxpayers ain't going to pay for your tattoo removal. Mm-hmm. So he he only had one he only had one option and that's the option he's living in right now. There was no there was no witness protection. There was no witness protection. Like like you know honestly, had he come out with a different type of attitude, I may have given him a chance. But it's just like yo, but you right back to the same BS. Like come on, bro. Yeah, but well, you know, but you know, I think he's going for what made him popular and what's going to make his. Uh, his his streams go up, and now he's doing what he has to do to make money. So you get what I'm saying? Definitely understand that. He's doing which which which, which I understand. Um, but it's one of those things, bro. Uh, uh, we he's going to he's going to learn from his mistakes and whatever. Um, but yeah. So after that, you know, we we got to talk more. We both we we both recently were live tweeting. Both me and Ari were live tweeting the Monica versus Brandy. Like versus it was great three hours sitting there r&b queens going not even going at it they were just and i and i loved like they later on they showed a little more evidence about some some scenes behind the scenes of them like enjoying having a good time dancing you know after the show was over like i really i understand like i think there's no no more beef no more because you don't be hanging out smiling hugging on people that you don't really want to be around but um I guess I guess I actually watched the uh, interview the day after that Monica had. Mm-hmm. And she kind of went into more detail, and literally the day of the verses, that's the first time they had spoken or talking or seen each other in eight years. Yeah. <laughs> so to think right before they went onto verses, they had that you know that sit down conversation, and then to jump straight into verses, I think that that's banana, yo. Well, that, but also uh, you gotta give them props for like being big enough to have that conversation those, those type of conversations because there's people like you know yeah you know like you go on you go on there like they just people who you, you you've been with known like for 10 years i mean I, I, i'll be with you there's a guy who was on my football team in college and we fell out over this girl 
want to get with me, not get with him. I don't know if dude fuck with me or not. We haven't talked on we we Facebook and Instagram friends, but we haven't said nothing to a, to each other since we since I graduated. So I don't know if he fuck with me or not. I hope he don't. Hope he don't. I hope he's not mad. But other than that, like it was, it was college shit. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but like you, you know what I'm saying? You never know how somebody's gonna react to you years later, and you know it was, it was it, or whatever. It, usually back when something happens years later was something like small and petty, like. Like homeboy was still smashing other girls. It's just one girl between between he was trying to get. You know what I mean? Like it, it didn't matter. It really didn't matter. And he has, you know, what I mean, he, he's doing good in life. I'm proud of him. I see him on Instagram doing this thing. Shout out to my boy Jet. Um, but uh, like you know what I'm saying? Like people like people like that. When you haven't talked to somebody in years, you don't know if you can be if everything's a one when you get back and get back into a conversation with them or see them randomly, or you know what I mean? It's 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 like they had a falling out, like a, a physical falling out, right? Like they, I mean, Monica put the pause was, on Brandy. <laughs> I mean that they had made up after uh, after that situation. That was back early nineties. Yeah, uh, well, not early nineties, late nineties. But um, the falling out that they had, they said neither one of them would reveal it, but those who know them know. Yeah. Um, and. I mean, for them to go eight years without having any type of communication, you know, it was, you know, you know, it was bad. You know, it was bad. Yeah. Especially because they had just came off of that joint um, single, and they were touring together and doing all these interviews and things like that. So it had to be something pretty serious. Facts. Hold on a second. I'm about to pull up. Uh, do you know? Do you know where I can get the uh, the records for one for one on the verses? Uh. Uh, versus records. I'm trying to pull that up so we can go through like the records that they played. Uh, so we can kind of like go through which ones we liked. We, 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 were, we were making comments on it, but we never really like wrote down what we, uh, what we actually were, uh, you know what I'm saying? What we actually thought about each record. Uh, we were just tweeting about, about that. I'll, I'll be real with you. I felt some type of way about Brandy. I mean, uh, Monica not singing not singing the boy is mine. I, I'm honestly, I feel, I still feel some type of way. Now I will say this: there's an interview that just came out where Brandy talks about how Monica has a a thing where if a song is a certain amount of years old, she forgets the lyrics. And yeah, but not when it's your, but when it's your biggest, one of your biggest records. My brother does that himself, so like it could be like a record he performed of, like a lot of times but if he hasn't performed it in so long and you know Monica um, that record was actually taken off of her album so it's not like she goes around and she performed that record often at all because it was Brand- it was Brandy's record yeah but it was on both of their albums mm-hmm. so it's like now it's not even on her album like if you on streaming sites it's completely removed from her album like it's on the track list but you can't play it uh, so it was in my opinion she hasn't really performed that record in a long time, so her forgetting the lyrics doesn't surprise me at all. That's a bop. I don't, like there's one thing about me. Like I've listened to so much music in my head. Whatever song, like I've like I know lyrics to other songs, but whatever songs a bop, like even if you you it's all your music, like something that's a bop, you got to hold on to because you know at any point, like um somebody might might request you to sing that song in an event, and it's one of your biggest records you've been on, and I feel like. Even like put it this way, you remember that girl, the singer Jules, that had that one song back in the, the one pop song pop up. She was like a folk singer, or whatever. Yeah. People like request her to sing that that one hit song, but it's one song, but that's a hit record. So she knows she influenced a lot of people with that record. So she still sings it. So I feel like I'll be very honest. Some of my biggest biggest records that I had like coming up, I don't remember some of the lyrics. Like I just I don't know. Like I just I just don't. Like what? I I I don't know I don't you, know why I just don't remember the lyrics. Well, you can be like Lil Wayne and have to listen to your songs before you go on stage. You know what I mean? I literally, honestly, I have to do that because if not, I'm I'm definitely gonna forget the lyrics. And and, and Lil like, Wayne, even though got... I wrote it, <laughs> Lil... I still I have to, I, I literally have to like listen to my show mixes before I go on stage because if not, I'm gonna I'm gonna forget at least one lyric, at least one. Let me tell you, bro, like. I think it's important that you, we understand that, but I think it's also important that we understand that Lil Wayne has to do that for every song. It's not just one or two songs. It's all his songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
But overall, overall, I think um, the battle was good. I'm looking at the versus page right now. Uh, on Apple Music's top 40, Brandy and Monica stream were the top 30 out of 40 songs that were streamed on the uh, Apple Music top US R&B and Soul Tracks chart. So that's insane. The numbers was insane. Of course, the, the the song that hit number one, hit number two, the highest one was Monica Trenches on the the uh, Apple Music streaming charts. Um, of course, they they climb and re-enter Apple Music's top forty R and B soul albums albums chart. Number one R and B and soul albums top top forty was B Seven Brandy's B Seven. Uh, up went up from thirty nine places. It was like literally, it's been out for a minute. Thirty nine. It was at 39 and it went to number one so it was like 40 and went to number one that's insane so and the, and the rest of their albums re-entered the top you know what i'm saying that's insane y'all um seeing this how, the versus effect man and they let's be real this is the biggest versus it, it had 1.2 million people listening and we me and you were joking about brandy talking about like oh we need a we need to do a tour we need to do a tour but the numbers don't lie they need to get on the road you know what i mean they need to do something like people want to see that like trust me like me and you were talking about how like if gucci and jeezy were to go on stage together one time of course we know that would sell out but they can do a whole spot date city thing not to be to be with each other like they just show up to the venue y'all do y'all records Y'all do uh, So Icy, you know what I mean, at the end of the show, and y'all go, y'all separate ways for the next couple months. You know what I'm saying? Or next couple weeks. What's crazy is on the interview today uh, that I saw Monica um, on V103, mm-hmm. I believe, um, she basically was saying how she, uh, she didn't say no to the tour, but uh, she basically was saying that she's not opposed to it. She just has to get a couple things together on her side before she did. Yeah, and that's everything with business. Like music business. It's the music business. You gotta your your management gotta be together. Your, your the record label gotta approve of it. You know what I'm saying? They gotta approve of what songs you're gonna perform. Well you know they're both independent now. So oh, well that's right. Never mind. let me take that back. They're both indie now. So they can do it. I feel like she just got re reorganize some of the things in her life maybe. But um her, that, her thing she said she didn't want to say yes to it on live, especially because they had just had that conversation. Cause you know how like you can make up with somebody, yeah. and then a couple weeks ago by, you know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. why she was like she wasn't jumping yeah. all into it at first. She just wanted to have that conversation, do the battle, focus on that, and then everything after that does talk. And plus, it's, it plus it's Corona right now, so we ain't y'all ain't going nowhere fast. So like even if you do plan next year, you don't know when everybody's gonna be able to open up the venues. I mean, you're not gonna be able to. And then Monica's gonna drop her album, so it's like. I'll, I will understand why her focus isn't on the tour right now. I'm trying to get this album out first. Facts, facts. So, like, you know, it, like, we both understand, but I th- I still think, but just by looking at the, the numbers themselves, just because, though, I feel like the best matchups are people who you know, even if they are a little competitive, are the ones who, who can put on a show together and it makes total sense. Brandy and Monica, since they came into the industry, were, like, always compared to each other. But they always, I know for a fact, they're, they'll always be able to do a big show. They do a bigger, they'll do a bigger show together than they'll do separated. Easily. I definitely, I definitely think that they probably will do something in the future. Because mm-hmm. Monica even hinted um, at doing an unplug, both of them doing an unplug, like, sessions or something like that during quarantine. So, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. We definitely got to see. I still, I still think uh, they should strike when the iron's hot because they, they, they proved the numbers, period. Like Erica and Erica and Jill, their numbers were good, but they weren't this good. No, nobody's numbers was this good. And Erica and Jill are like Miss Holistic, uh, you know, burning sage queens. You know what I mean? So uh, they have a whole segment of the population to them type of cells. But Brandy and Monica are definitely are more crossover. You know what I mean? They're people we grew up with them. Younger people love them. You know what I mean? Moesha doesn't hit Netflix. You know what I mean? So. Um, it's cool. I really think it's exciting. I think I want to know who the next versus set up. My boys, Three Six Mafia, uh, are still out there in the wings. Come on, Timberland, get them, my boys, out the way. They've been trying to battle. Uh, uh, what's in the home homies from the the, the uh, what's the names who sing the Crossroads? <laughs> uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. They've been trying to battle Bone Thugs and Harmony for the longest. Y'all had them boys sitting on the sidelines. So, 
They, they should be. I'm gonna just. I want to see Boosie versus Webby. I'm just no, gonna say. We I, can't. I, 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 I just, just want to say. I, I want to see it. I do. I well, want to see it. But we know it's not gonna happen. They t- they're inside the they from inside the same camp, and some of their songs can uh, most some of their biggest songs are together. That makes no sense. Who's gonna who's, hey, who's gonna who's yeah, gonna take Webby independent? Gotta do, all Webby got to play Savage guys too, and he good man. Now, like, not saying he gonna be boosted, but I'm just saying that honestly, they do have some very solid solo projects. I think, in my opinion, Webby's earlier albums are a little bit more solid to me than Boosie. I think Boosie can definitely come out with a singles game. He can definitely come out with the features. But as far as looking at bodies of work, I'm talking about earlier days, not now. Because right now, Boosie definitely killing Webby. But I think people forget how big Webby solo stuff is. Yeah, and that's, that's just true. Webby, well, let's be real. The South respects Webby a lot more than artists then uh the north the north barely knows boozy by as itself like even when i was going to college we, me and the, the southern boys like yo yo we playing boozy we playing a wipe me down we playing six twelves we playing uh smoking smoking to ease my mind we playing uh you know what i'm saying we playing uh you know what i mean we playing all them records you know what i mean uh but these boys they don't they don't know nothing about boozy they barely we we like a lot of the southern boys who play football we came to north we we up we, we gave them boozy we but Webby in itself was such a, a niche artist for the South that I don't think that that verses will have to be like something that's very niche. It have to be really niche. You can't. It wouldn't be able to be a nationwide versus. You know what I'm saying? It would have to be like one of those I verses. Definitely, I it have to be like a five to ten song versus. They get a mini verse. You know what I mean? Like that. Of it. Look. I would. I don't want to cut time, a bag short. First off, timeout. I done gave them a dope ass name for the the smaller ones. Timbaland and uh and uh Swiss Beats, y'all owe me mini verse. Come on, y'all. Come on. Branding 101. Um but I think overall, like you're right, you're right. It'll be cool to see. I I'm conflicted about Webby fighting Webby playing against Booby Boozy because he they're in the same camp. They're still they're not chilling entertainment no more, but that's what that's how I that's what I know him as. Trillion T, you know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? Man, I love my niggas. And uh, of course, whack me down. Who's gonna get six twelves? Who's gonna get um uh what what's some other I independent? Who's you know what I mean who's gonna get them records? Like they got so many great records together. Webby gonna first of all, Webby, that's six twelve, that's his album. Independent, that's his album. Boosie was a feature, that's his shit. I, I, hey, I'm just, hey. If it's uh, on my album and it's not on your album or none of your projects, that's my song. That's right. my song. All right, fine, fine. You right, you right. But uh, definitely, I think it'll be inter- interesting to see who move, who they uh, move on with verses with. I think it's gonna be really dope. Uh, before we get out of here tonight, I definitely want to give a shout out to uh, all the artists who are separating themselves from groups or voluntarily or involuntarily. Corday done left YBN, which is a smart move because he's the only one that's making moves big enough to be really on another level and everybody else who's attached to him makes them look good. Uh, let's be real. Now, Mary can't get a record to save his life. He gets hella features, but he can't get a record to go on the radio besides <laughs> save his life. And, and almighty J he's a, everybody knows him from getting with, uh, who'd he get with black China for a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like you, you just a glorified nigga. Who's, who's doing like, a a a non version of love and hip hop just just to the blogs, bro. Like, and you don't forget getting beat up for your chain. <laughs> so, it's true. It's true. um, I'm I'm glad Corday done separating himself because he's by far the best artist as comp- best complete artist out of the YBN camp. So I'm I'm happy he he he, he purposely separated himself. Then I want to give a shout out to ASAP Ferg, which who just got kicked out quote unquote out of uh out of asap but i think is i think it's a positive thing because you look at all the asap artists who's the only person still putting out music that actually is decent Bird. and we we ain't heard from rocky since rocky should have been the first one gone because rocky ain't been no good like rocky ain't put out no good shit in a while i'm sorry i love rocky i do i fuck with him but Ferg has been the only one who's put up the records consistently, making music, doing the fashion shit, 
putting on for ASAP, keeping ASAP's name relevant to any of y'all. So, I'm Ferg needs to just accept it and roll on. What do you think about these two recent disassociations? And uh, uh, who do you think is going to have the best outcome, or do you think both they'll both be great? Honestly, I think they'll both be great. Um, I I remember one of my uh, live shows I did in Duval was the ASAP Ferg GCJ uh, concert, and Ferg. Ferg can hands down hold his own. Mm-hmm. I think in a sense, already been doing that. Corday, the boy can spit. Honestly, I don't even like. I don't really understand his association with YBN. Um, I know that's his homies and whatnot, but to me, he outgrew them about, in my opinion, two three years ago. Um, but I think both of them are be perfectly fine. Shout out to uh, Corday. He actually has a new single out with Roddy Rich. Thanks. Make sure I check that. Out. Um. They're both gonna be perfectly fine. They don't. They didn't. They didn't need the tags. They didn't need it at all. Yeah, the, the tags. The why? What I understood about YBN, they're like friends from gaming, and like they don't live there. There's no geographical thing that bonds them together. They just niggas who know each other, and started rapping. They all started yeah. rapping. So when when I'm blowing up in the, I'm looking at y'all two, and y'all just kind of there. I'm helping y'all out, and y'all not really helping me out. And I'm like, okay, I'm carrying y'all, but y'all not, y'all not making as much noise as I am. Y'all not jumping on the style of music as I am. Y'all three different, we three different styles of artists. You get what I'm saying? Big facts. So like, what what sense does it make for us to be in a group? Like at least with ASAP, they all kind of make they all they're all kind of influenced about Southern rap. They're all kind of wore the grills. They all they're all from Harlem. They all was in a fashion. They all they they were bonded by things that wasn't music. They knew each other. They knew knew each other. So it's like, I understand how that big that 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 rift is a lot bigger, and how it means more to ASAP Ferg about it being kind of disrespectful. You just kicking me out of the group, but Fergie, you gotta think about it, fam. The biggest records out of the group, the the ones that hit the highest point records, was yours. Like exactly. Like Rocky's been on some big records, but he hasn't had as much consistency as you, and he's not as uh he's not out. He's not as effective or as I won't say effective as an artist, but he's not as like present in the music game as you. And you still get in rock a feature. Ferg's still getting big name features. Like he's still getting on put getting put on Ross albums and two chains albums. And you know what I mean? People like, you know, well, people from the Atlanta will call him to get on records. People from New York will call him to get on record. He's on a, I think he's on a five year foreign record. TJ record. I'll be very honest. Ever since Ferg started touring with uh, Juicy J, like whether he's with ASAP uh, crew or not, he's gonna be perfectly fine. I really feel like Juicy J is gonna make sure that he is okay. Like regardless of oh. what's going on, Juicy J is gonna make sure he's good. Time out. Prediction. Ferg drops ASAP off his name and joins uh, Wiz Khalifa's team, Taylor Made. That makes sense. That one. I mean, I, I would if I'm him. Like, just join. Don't, don't don't just join the gang, but like you know, just associate yourself with Juicy J, Wiz Khalifa. Those are the, those are his kind of kind of contemporaries in in the game. You know what I mean? Like Wiz, he came out around the same time as Wiz Khalifa too. You know what I mean? Well, Wiz Wiz came out before him actually. Let me take that back. Wiz was doing things when I was in college. I feel like Ferg would would do his own thing. I think he would still keep his ties with his industry friends. Um, but I think if he if he's really out of ASAP crew, I think the smart thing for him to do is to continue to make records with his industry friends, but to focus on his on himself and his brand and expand that. Um, I don't think it's a smart thing for him to jump with another crew right now. Right. Um, at this stage, I think he needs to focus on expanding first uh, crew yeah. instead of trying to hop onto something else. And for and the best thing, the most frustrating thing about the Ferg situation, that you he would never say he wasn't ASAP. He would never not not put on for ASAP. He would always put ASAP like for always striving prosper was always a thing he would talk about. He would always be like, "Yo, I'm part of ASAP. This is what we do. Fashion, Harlem. We this is why we style this way because this is what we we were the first ones doing this." He always big up ASAP while he was getting his flowers. You know, he he was and he was also hurt. A lot by Yam, ASAP Yams dying too. So, like, I feel like that just disassociation is it's gonna hurt ASAP more than it hurts Ferg because Ferg already has 
a, a chain with his name Ferg on it. Like he he already has the branding together to go off his drop ASAP off his name, just put Ferg the logo on. You know what I mean? Like big big facts. So I I'm not like I'm not worried. Out of the two of these, Ferg and Corday both doing both no longer having the the letters before their name, the abbreviations before their name. I'm okay with both of them. I think they're going to be great. I feel like there's nothing to stress there. I think um, it just makes sense. It makes sense. Um, also, it's, it's time for them to move on, man. Exactly. Uh, before we get out of here, I'm definitely want to make sure I say some RIPs. Uh, RIP to uh, the daughter of, hold up a second, uh, Crunchy Black's daughter got shot recently. RIP. Uh, who, who else did we lose? Who else did we lose recently before I, I get out of here? We get out of here. The Black Panther, our main man, Chad, R.O.P. Facts. Um, man, that that one, that was a doozy, man. Like, I, it was very unexpected. Um, I feel like his legacy is something that's definitely going to last a lifetime over. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to his, all of his loved ones, everybody affected by it. Um, everybody who worked with him basically has said he's a superhero on and off the screen. And I feel like uh, he's definitely a light that's just, that was prevalent in telling our stories in a positive light. If you look at all the roles that he's been a part of, um, telling our stories, dripping gold, you know, that's that's what Chad did. So RIP to Chad, RIP to all the people that we've lost in 2020. It's been a crazy year. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. yeah, man. I'll tell you, the Chadwick Boseman, it was a, it was a shock. But the fact the reveal of how strong he was as a person, bro, the man, the man was fighting cancer for four years and did some of the biggest movies within those four. He lived his life, and he lived his life by telling us stories about ourselves and giving us ways to envision ourselves in power. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't like he wasn't no, it was he wasn't like no trash trash guy that would always pick up like. Like semi roles, you know what I'm saying? Like even even in his like small cameo in uh, the Gods of Egypt, he was a god. One of the he was may not have been a major god, but he was one of the gods in Gods of Egypt. You know what I'm saying? Um, even though that even though that movie was completely whitewashed with white people in major positions of power of godliness in Egypt, which is a brown country. I digress. But the fact that he got to pay, play the Black Panther, King T'Challa. Was a dream come true for me. Um, I'm excited to see what, how Marvel uh, enthrones his legacy going forward. Um, I feel it's important that we as people who enjoy the Marvel movies take a chance to understand that this is somebody who died before his time. He needs to be seen as Black Panther that we see uh, the guy who, who who got injured playing Superman as Superman. Like Chadwick Boseman is, is bar none. Whenever you say Black Panther, you should see Chadwick Boseman. Period. Uh, I feel like that's what needs to go forward, and he needs. And when whoever's drawing them comics, the Black Panther comics that are still getting printed out. Your default character for for Black Panther needs to be Chadwick Boseman's face. Period. Um, whenever you go back and retroactively do the Black Panther story, Chadwick Boseman needs to be the model for the Black Panther going forward in perpetuity. You know what I'm saying? I think it's. It, I think that's important because his legacy should live on, um, uh, forever. And uh, I definitely want to give a shout out and uh, praises to. Oh shit! My bad. My bad. The uh, the Brandy record started playing. My bad. I was about to get into it. Uh, I think uh we we also need to give a shout out to uh James Blake. Um, what's his name? It's James Blake. Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake, who uh, got shot seven times, uh, we need to give a shout out to all the all the uh, named named and unnamed black men who've been experiencing this police violence, and black women as well who've been experiencing this police violence. Still arrest the, the cops who uh, need to arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. Um, they're they're right now trying to apply pressure to one of her ex boyfriends to say that she was a part of a co conspirator of a, a drug ring, which is insane. Um, that's insane. Uh, but I still think uh, we need to give give a lot of pr- prayers up to Kenosha, Wisconsin, and the pe- protesters who got shot by that 17-year-old kid wa- walking with an AR-15 down the street, and the cops just drove past them. And even though people were yelling at the cops, saying that like, he just shot people, 
they didn't go. They didn't stop and put him in handcuffs and check his gun because his gun was definitely still hot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it was white privilege, man. And uh, definitely, I want to get. I want to give uh, Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith his flowers because he done called out Steve Nash's hiring as white privilege because that's what it is. The man has no no head coaching experience, no assistant coaching experience. No coaching experience, period, but gets to get the head coaching job at Brooklyn Nets. I love Steve Steve Nash. I'm not blaming I'm not even blaming him for this. I'm blaming the organization for this because there's no way he should be just off the off the streets hired to be the highest to be the coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Is there's no way. There's no way. Hey, hey man, your boy Donnie did that with his whole president thing. <laughs> yeah, facts. And uh also everybody since you brought up Donald Trump. Everybody, go register to vote November third. We need you. If you're voting by mail next month, you should be putting your 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 votes in the mail to get to the registration, or you can drop that off at your voter registration location to uh, get counted. So uh, make sure you. Or do if you want to vote in person, do early voting, please, 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 please do early voting. I want y'all to understand this is bigger than the president. Um, it's the country. I really want. It's a country, man. Y'all got to think about all the judges that will be appointed upon the uh, next presidential term. Please, please think about more than just how you feel about the presidential candidates because so many other things up the state. Um, please make sure you're paying attention to your local elections and your state elections. We can't only vote every four years. We have to make sure we know what's going on in our communities exactly. on the lo- local level and on the state level. So please make sure you're, you're registered. Make sure your homies registered. Y'all can all slide together. Y'all can diddy bop to the polls together. Wear your mask. Wash your together. hands. <laughs> please wash your hands. Wear your mask. Be safe. But please, please, please exercise the right that so many people died for for you to go vote. It's the reason why they su- try to suppress these votes. Our voice is bigger than what we think, especially when we all been together. Please, a- please, please vote. And that's the thing, a country that, a person who has power fears the people once they realize how much power they really have. So we need the, everybody in the masses to wake up. What, what we're getting, what we're getting held to right now, we're having a very, we, there's a very vocal minority. They sound loud, but they're a very small group of people who, who want the president to be, be back in power. It's a very, it's a very, it's a loud and obnoxious minority of people who want the president to be back in power. But the only way it's going to change is that if we go out there and vote. So make sure that we leave that leave that uh, on the on the table. Um, I think I wanted to talk about one more thing. Uh, let me look right here. If there's any other topics left. Uh, oh, there's an article explaining why Corday, why he explains why he left YBN. I'll attach that another day. Uh, I'm looking one more over the topics to make sure I haven't forgotten anything. Hmm. Any topics you think we forgot? Not off at the top of my head. Make sure y'all go get that new Detroit uh, dropping very, very soon. And make sure y'all go stream Brandy and Monica. Support these young, um, support these icons. They're both independent. So, you know what I'm saying? That's more money going into their pocket, going into their team pocket. And a lot of people don't realize that there a lot of them, um, both of them are really pretty much with the same teams that they started with. So please, please support them. They're taking care of families. So stream, go buy, whatever you can, repost, retweet, whatever you can. Support these ladies, support these icons. And let's let them know that we love what they got going on. So hopefully you can see them on tour, but outside, open back up. I feel you. And so make sure you, you stay tuned and, and uh, definitely subscribe and follow It's Facts Podcast right here on anywhere you can get your podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, whether that be on Spotify, whether that be on Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever is out there. It's Pocket Podcast, whatever. Make sure you stream It's Facts Podcast, F-A-K-S Podcast. Of course, this has been your boy DJ Spotted Down with my co-host, my homegirl, my sister, Arie. Uh, Ari, of course, I want you to make sure you drop your Instagram and make sure they let you know, let them know where they can get you. Y'all can follow me at Ari A Music. That's Ari A Music at everything except for YouTube. It's Ari A TV. Follow, I follow back, interact with me. Sometimes I tell jokes, sometimes they're funny, sometimes they're corny. You never know. Just say it. <laughs> it's a, it's um, a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. <laughs> you know? 
Uh, check in with me. Uh, new music is coming towards the end of the year. Definitely working on it right now. Um, just check in with the kid, you know. I, I talk back, you know what I'm saying? You might have a little powwow. So definitely uh, Area A Music at everything. You can do hashtag Area A Music and I should come up. Shout out to my homie Spider for even bringing me on. Y'all make sure y'all subscribe. Stay tuned for everything going on with Facts. With Fly at Night Entertainment. Make sure y'all stay tuned. Facts. By the way, it's Facts. I-T-S-F-A-K-S on Instagram, also on Facebook. Uh, you can search Fly at Night Entertainment on YouTube. Definitely will pull up. Of course, you can follow me, DJ Spider-Donna, D-A-D-O-N-D-J-S-P-Y-D-A on all my social medias. Uh, it's just most most important. Stay up to date. Of course, like Ari said, a lot of things are going to be happening and happening real fast. Once Orlando opens up, I'm going to take a couple of weeks. Before I get to go back and do an event, because I want to make sure that things are safe for people to come to my the venues, make sure that people are safe to come to my events, because I don't want nobody getting sick on my watch. But once again, it's Facts Podcast. Your boy DJ Spot of the Don, his his home girl Arie on the other side. We will catch up with you soon in a couple weeks. Um, we're gonna try to bring this back as much as possible. Arie is a very busy person, and I got another couple of things coming up before my birthday. But of course, it's your boy DJ Spot of the Don. And we out.